Hello, uh, my name is Luke, and I have to do a podcast for class, and it's on the NFL free agency period, which is a pretty cool thing to do a podcast for, if I do say so myself. Um, so, just gonna go over the, like, winners and losers. <laughs> the winners, the Washington football team, uh, they got a major... Upgrade on the offensive end, they got Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is the quarterback for the Dolphins. Uh, they now have uh, Kyle Allen, Taylor Henneke, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, all of whom can start. I'm actually not sure on who they plan to have start week one. I guess we'll see when it gets to that. It's a long ways off. And then they got... Arguably the best quarterback in free agency, uh, William Jackson, to help out their defense was already pretty stout last season. Um, yeah, those are their major moves, but only three of them. Not any like super big names, but I think that they're all definitely players that will be able to help them out next season. Uh, and we're going to stay in the NFC East. This is that Stephanie division that had a lot of room for improvement. Uh, the Giants, they they signed, they got a big bang with Kenny Galladay. Granted, they did pay a lot of money for an injury-prone receiver who's now getting up there in age. I think he's 27, 28, somewhere in there. Uh, they got a pretty solid future Hall of Famer, Kyle Rudolph. Um, they managed to resign Lenny Williams, who was one of their better players on the defensive end last year. Then they grabbed more offense upgrades in John Ross and Devontae Booker. Basically, uh, Daniel Jones has no more excuses this year. He had all these weapons that he's surrounded by now. And, yeah, like, he just... I, I want to say he's got to get the team to the playoffs. Otherwise, people are going to be disappointed. Uh, the Cleveland Browns coming off their first first successful season in a very long time. Uh, they really upgraded their defense as a weak point for them last year. Um, they grabbed John Johnson, the safety, and Tack McKinley, two big-name free agents from that end, and then Troy Hill. And they'll be getting healthy. They actually look like Odell Beckham back. And, and maybe poised to make a deeper playoffs run. Uh, and the Detroit Lions, the hometown team, uh, they did move on from Matthew Stafford, but at the same time, like it was time to start a rebuild. And they got a haul for him. They got Jared Goff, quarterback from the Rams, who's just a couple of years out of taking the team to the Super Bowl. Uh, and they got two first-round picks and then a third-round pick. So that is a lot. That, that's a great start to the rebuild. And then they signed... Uh, they brought in Jamal Williams running back, help out the running game. Uh, Tyrell Williams, wide receiver, who's been injury-prone, but he'll be able to... Re- he's another, like, big-body, soft-handed receiver to replace Kenny Galladay. Um, yeah, that was about it for them, but... Still a pretty su- successful um, start to the offseason and start to the rebuild. Uh, the Patriots. The Patriots got a major upgrade. They spent a lot of money. But, um, sorry about that. 
after last season. The first time not making the playoffs in a very long time. Uh, they, they definitely still think they can compete. They, they got literally they got the two best tight ends in free agency and John Smith and Hunter Henry. Hopefully they can both stay healthy. Um, they got Matt Judon. They got Kyle Van Noy, who was a big part of a couple of their Super Bowl runs. James White, who was another big part of their Super Bowl runs. He's resigned. Nelson Aguilar, another receiver. They had big problems at receiver. Granted, Nelson Aguilar is not like amazing, but they have the two tight ends. They have John Smith and Hunter Henry, both of which are Pro Bowl caliber tight ends to provide big targets for Cam Newton who also got re-signed. Or maybe they take a quarterback and draft, who knows? I don't think they would re-sign Cam Newton and then draft a quarterback. They also picked up Devon God Godshaw. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. Um, he was defense tackle for the 49ers to help shore up their defense. And they also picked another receiver in Kendrick Bourne. Um, yeah, those are the winners. The football team, the Giants, the Browns, the Lions, and the Patriots. Those are the five main winners. And then uh, the losers of free agency, uh, the Chicago Bears. They they kind of bungled away the free agency period. Uh, they Russell Wilson, the who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, obviously. Everyone was that he wanted to trade from the Seahawks and the Bears one of his destinations. However, the Bears are going to make it work. And instead, they ended up with Andy Dalton, who is, is a solid quarterback and nowhere near Russell Wilson's level. And in doing that, make a couple other deals. They had to cut all-pro cornerback Kyle Fuller for cap purposes. Granted, they do have a lot of depth at corner. So, um, And Fuller was getting up there in age. The Packers, uh, they, <laughs> they threw money ton of money at Aaron Jones and Kevin King, their cornerback and their running back, both of whom weren't there. Like They didn't play well. They didn't show up in the NFC Championship game, which they lost. Um, Aaron Jones, running backs, like normally have pretty short careers. Aaron Jones started in the league for a couple years. I don't know how many exactly. I think three. Uh, Kevin King struggled mightily, like he's super inconsistent. So not exactly the guys you want to be throwing money at if you want to make a deep Super Bowl run. Uh, also, this just came out not that long ago. Aaron Rodgers, their the reigning MVP, a quarterback, reportedly is not happy with the organization. So we'll see how that plays out too. They could end up being very big losers. Uh, the Raiders in a vacuum. Yeah, their talent level went up, but like they upgraded at positions that they already had death at, and like let go of their entire offensive line to sign those players. They got Kenyon Drake, the running back, who was pretty talented, but at running back they already have Josh Jacobs, who's in the second year of the league, insanely talented running back. I don't understand why they signed Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I get like the. Browns were pretty successful with their two at a monster running back. But like Kenyon Drake was not that cheap at all. And obviously could have signed like another quality number two back for much less money. They ended up with Unique Nagakwe as well. Which doesn't make sense if um 
they also have a lot of depth on at the defensive end and outside linebacker positions, both of which he can play. But um, he wasn't great that he wasn't great last season. Like I just don't understand why they need this. They also signed like mediocre receivers and Zay Jones and John Brown. So we'll see how that goes. It just looks like a lot of money you didn't throw in nowhere. Maybe they have some master plan to draft me. They'll make some trades or something. I guess we'll see. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Their biggest concern going into the offseason was wide receiver, and they did not end up getting a receiver. Uh, we, what happened in the draft remains to be seen, but like, I, I just find it shocking that in, like, there are so many receivers in this market. And they didn't end up getting one. Uh, they lost Judon, Matt Judon, Yannick Nagakwe, both of who we've talked about. And um, they had to throw money at like their backup linebackers. Um, and they did end up getting like offensive line help, which is another major concern for them and Kevin Zilater. But... I think he, I'm not sure on this one either. I think he was injured last year, and they had to give him a ton of money. And yeah, that's that. That's the podcast. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. I'm gonna go put the music. On.